Welcome to the Holsey B. Mark radio station. Listen, share, follow. Be part of the journey. Listen to things from cryptozoology, UFO, comedy, music, interviews, Freddy the Free Car Show, and much, much more. Enjoy the show. Part 1 Rescued, April 25th, 2007. August 28, 2007. Brown dog sits in the field with a collar and a neck. He's three inches thick and attached to a heavy train which clips to a car axle that is buried in the one that sticks out of the ground. As the dog paces in the heat, the axle spins, assuring the rattling train won't become entangled. The dog paces a lot, wearing a circle in the shrubby weeds and sandy soil around the perimeter of the axle. He paces around, there's little else to do. Sometimes a squirrel or a rabbit or a snake crosses nearby and she barks and chases it. She lunges, leaps off the dragon after the dragonflies and butterflies that zip and flutter past. She flicks her tail at the mosquitoes and buries her nuzzle in the fur, chewing the itchy, crawly things that land on her. If it's lucky she digs up a rock, she can back around and chew on it on. But otherwise, there are just the weeds and the bugs and the hot sun inching across the sky. She's not alone. Other dogs are spread around the clearing of the trees. Oh, another one. There's, you, they can see another one. Here's another one. Bark and wind around, but they can't get to each other. They can't run. They can't play. They can't do anything. They get close to their intimate neighbors, stand against face to face. They'll never, but they never touch or play in positioning. Mental stress and courage rage which some of it, for some it does, may simply doesn't make them sad. Out in the field are mothers, fathers, offering, little mates, of families, a rest is not easy to not. A group of sand country puff dogs, some with pink noses, some with black snouts. There's a group of red dogs, small black dogs, a few white ones, and a few black and whites, a handful of other colours and shapes are mixed in. All the pit dogs and many the classic uh, had many the classic back old look, stocky, low in the ground, front shoulders, high and arches, a wide muscular chest that dwarfs lower the hips. They look at them waiting for the back sides to grow to their faces. The necks are thick and hold up red rectangular heads, small, some are smaller, bigger as seventy pounds, while some scoop and some combat reaching. And 25 pounds. These small ones are actually Staffordshire Bull Terriers, a small relative of the American Pit Bull Terrier. The brown dog has a soft face, a searching of eyes, and expressive fur. The fur is a deep ridges and undulating rolls. He's scared of nervous or trying to figure out whether he needs to be either. Own wet ears rose from the top of the head until they fold older, but one of them folds differently from the other. So that hangs lower, making her look as if she's sternly asking a question. To help her fight heat, the water spread about the large tubs, sometimes a bit little dirty, but drinkable. Once a day, a man comes to put food in the bowls, at least uh, it's usually once a day, sometimes two or three days before the sound the ultra terrain vehicle comes, breaks monotony. As he gets off the vehicle, makes his way across the clearing, all the roads run in the run, and it's 
sent to me in the train, barking and wagging their tails, if it's for sight of seeing him. But when the man actually gets close to them, they cut their tails and skulk away. When they, after he moved on, they creep back over to the bowls they eat. They can't see anything beyond the perimeter of their clearing, but then they're not alone. Another clearing lies beneath the trees. Another 15 or so dogs live in chains, and beyond that, at the edge of the woods, is a small compound with kennels, three standing pens, and four sheds. The buildings are small, painted pitch black, including the windows. They're two stories tall, and the man who owns these sheds, who lived and worked there, has been called that one the Black Hole. stirs the trees, script pines and sugary maples, thin wine pine oaks, the slight of songbird mixes the wine of citadels, a low, singular woo-woo of morning dove. The summer that heat draws moisture off the Atlantic, 30 miles beyond, adding the weight of humidity to the air. Within the perimeter of each axle is a doghouse, heavy-hued, pine-lined structures, something else for the dogs to chew on, a claw while away, while away the hours. It was off a break from the sun, not much relief from the heat. Just as the winter they stop in the wind, they didn't know what to protect against the temperature and can drop into the thirties. Curled up in the little houses, the dogs look and listen and sniff the air. Incredibly inquisitive creatures, they learn by watching. Trainers sometimes let young dogs experience dogs in action so they see how to behave. They can take odours a hundred times more freight than people can. They can hear sounds aboard a range of frequencies of humans. They can hear um, four times as far away. People train dogs to search and rescue content with dogs can hear a heartbeat from a distance of five feet. This gives them insight to the mood and the participation of people and animals come in contact with. They pack animals are keenly aware of the behaviour these around them. Those around them, one dog would tell the other, thinking intently and simply by observing the way he acts. The two dogs meet, there's a detailed ritual, movements, gestures, the way they hold their ears, eye, tail, head, their posture, everything means something. Attitudes, feelings, intentions, dominance, submission can be extended, can be established immediately. Second challenge, dogs understand what's suspected of them when people are around. Dogs are what seem to take some more praise and leads to scorn. Something deep inside them whacks into the very fabric of being a gen- genetic impulse compels to please them around them. But sometimes the things that men want from them cut against their natural incongregations, setting off a natural internal chain of reaction, anxiety, uncertainty, choking, hormones, and nervous system frustrations. Extremely scared, dogs create the powerful must that other dogs can smell from great distances. Things that they see and hear and smell will impact on two. Studies have shown that two mammals are one while side by side of boxes and one place and the other is given electric shocks. 
First wave dizziness, suffering the second one produces identical brain waves and nervous system adaptivity. Trauma is not limited only to the animal experiencing the pain. Out in the field, a little brown dog was flipping probably one ear. None of the dogs know what's happening around them, but there's something isn't right. They see things they they were supposed not they're not supposed to see. Heard terrifying sounds, they smelled of the blood. Fear and pain drifting air. Brown dog lays it on the chin and crowned on its heels. A brow falls into a furry question mark. After it's fading, the heat has begun to fade, but little else is certain. Sometimes men take a few other dogs away. Sometimes the dogs come back tired and panting and running and running. Sometimes the dogs come back scared and limping. Sometimes they come back looking the same, but acting completely different. Sometimes they don't come back at all. Or they simply disappeared. Or they vanished into a black hole.